This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Today's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Tax Act, the best deal in tax. With free federal and state simple returns and affordable pricing on other services, your maximum refund is guaranteed. And listeners of this show can go to trytaxact.com slash laser time and get 15% off federal and state filings. Ahoy hoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. I am your host, as always, Bob Mackey. Who else is here today? Christopher Antista, Babby. Respectable businessman, Henry Gilbert. <laughs> I'm Dave Rudnan. I'm going to eat chocolate till I barf. And today's episode <laughs> is all about Bart the Murderer, which aired on October 10th, 1991. Chris, what happened in this mythical time in history? <gasps> Hey, Bobby, you will be so surprised. Uh, Eastman Kodak and Phillips team up to create a new system to store your photos called the Photo CD. Hmm. Meanwhile, compact discs are catching are catching up on cassette tapes almost 50-50. The, and the Senate delays the confirmation of Supreme Court nominee Clarence Thomas. Uh-oh. <laughs> there will oh, be a parody boy. of that <laughs> yeah, in The Simpsons yeah. soon, I think. Uh, there's going to be a miniseries of that soon. I there think. will be. I think that's... Uh, well, there's also a great documentary called Anita that will explain the entire Clarence Thomas situation. <laughs> In, in, in the, the movie poster, detail. pubic hair and a can of Coke. <laughs> no, that's what I remember well, most I, from I that. I need to watch that. I know it. Look, it's very. <laughs> it, it, that is a very funny aspect to it, but it, it's actually about internalized misogyny in our country, man. Well, uh, me put pee pee in your Coke. <laughs> It's a classic joke. So we are going to move on to this episode. It's sort of a Goodfellas parody, but not really. It's Bart no, no, falling it, in with uh, the mob, Springfield's it mob. It's like it's like if they extra- extrapolated a longer sequence from the Goodfellas opening because mm. it's very much like that. It's about yeah. a kid falling in with the mafia. His but, parents don't approve. So instead of beating up his uh, everyone around him. They kind of turn that on its head, but it's mm. like it is. It is very similular to a sequence right. in Goodfellas. Uh, he has no aspirations to be in the mob. I don't even think yeah. he knows about the mob. Unlike as far uh, Henry back as Hill, I can remember I wanted to dabble in the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mr. Show it's reference. A Mr. Yeah. Show reference. Got to keep him on no, the I, like, show. I had never seen Goodfellas as a kid. You're Same here. And seen it either. The only You're time I watched it, I watched it years ago, and I haven't seen this episode in years since. So, it, like, it's basically nothing like. Like jailed for me. The suit scene in front of his mother. Yeah. And That's like, the mo- you look like a gangster. Yeah, but like, like the mom you did hear about the lawsuit that happened just a couple years ago. 
the guy who plays Carbone in Goodfellas, he mm-hmm. also is a character, I think, like the brother-in-law in The Wedding Singer. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, my fucking shirt. He sued The Simpsons because of the caricature. Oh, uh, Fat, Fat Tony. Tony. Not a Fat Tony. The guy with the high curly legs. hair. Legs. Yeah, legs. He, he to, In his defense, he looks mm. exactly like that character. <laughs> wow. That character is very clearly based on him. I don't think that makes it lawsuit worthy, but it is it's very clearly based on him. character. They like, say they're based on real people in the commentary, too. Like, um, yeah. Louis, yeah. the curly-haired guy, right? He yeah. is based on Joe Pesci, but he looks nothing like yeah. Joe Pesci. Yeah. As, as someone who's watched Goodfellas a hundred billion times, the way Skinner is depicted as dead in the dream sequences is all from, like, almost all from Goodfellas. That's right. Yeah, it's been a while for me. Uh, the kid showing up in a suit in front of his mother is straight out of Goodfellas. Uh, mm. The cigarettes, the, the cigarette truck, straight out of Goodfellas. Mm. And I had never seen Goodfellas until another cartoon inspired me to see it in '94. The Good Feathers, uh, which uh, is Netflix, baby. How, how could that be funny? to a child who's not seen Because <laughs> they beat fellas. each other up. This rated R movie from three years ago. Let's do an entire... Are you cool? I'm cool. <laughs> oh, bullshit. It turns out Joe Pesci was the perfect cartoon character from the beginning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess. But they like they have a statue of Martin Scorsese in the, yeah. in the Goodfellas bits. Like, mm-hmm. they don't make sense mm-hmm. like unless you've seen the movie. But anyway, yeah. But this is the introduction of Fat Tony, yeah. right? Yeah, but this episode starts with Bart's worst day to date, I think. I love oh, this yeah. picture. Any, this... Anytime I had a bad day as a kid, I would think back to this. The whole opening is visual, but mm. like, I do this is my favorite line from it. Bart Simpson, you're late. Go fill out a tardy slip. <laughs> but I'm only 5, 10, 20, 40 minutes. That's pretty damn late. <laughs> That's my quote of the show, I that think. That is my feeling a lot of time when I'm late. Like, I don't feel late, but... Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Uh, uh, like uh, you're, you're putting up your defense like, hey, I'm not that... No, I'm pretty damn late. <laughs> no, I, well, before that, though, the cereal bits, like, I yeah. like the Jackie O cereal <laughs> with stretch pants, which seems like a fat joke at Jackie Onassis. Uh, but in case you don't know, Jackie Onassis, Jackie Kennedy, the first lady whose husband was killed <laughs> and who then married Aristotle Onassis, who will come up later. Yeah, he's a parody uh, to the next episode. But Jackie O, believe, uh, I had to look this up, like, she was still alive when this episode oh. aired. She died in 1994. Hmm. So they're mocking the living Jackie O. And then second... Homer's satisfaction of having this genuine official police badge yeah. is so funny to me. Homer That's Officer Homer. <laughs> I do like his line, which I recognize as a joke. Calling all cars, calling all cars, come out with your hands up. It's like, that. that's a joke because Homer is stupid. And I yeah. didn't realize that until now. Uh, I didn't even notice it until watching it this time. But Bart is going to have chocolate cereal for breakfast on a day He's when they're going to a chocolate factory. Like, this kid loves his chocolate. And on that cereal box, we have... Have the classic quote: "Only sugar has more sugar," which <laughs> yeah. is great. It's great saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. It's I love that quick, line. It's a quick psych gag. But I, the one thing I, I could relate to all of this: the montage of bad things happening to a kid, mm-hmm. starting with stepping on a stegosaurus mm. toy. Yeah. It is yeah. plight. I know that plight very well. What about tearing your pants in front yes. of girls? Yeah. In front of girls? Too. It happened to me like Again, in, front, in front of families like, like, a week, like two yeah. months ago. It's like the second consecutive episode with... That's a kind of a fat joke, I would assume. Like, mm-hmm. your pants. joke. Yeah. yeah, that too. You can stop looking at me now. But the, <laughs> the biggest deal for Bart is, and this is the first time as a kid that I felt real anxiety, was the anxiety over forgetting a permission slip. Because oh, that meant yeah. you knew the kids who always would forget and they would have to stay behind because their parents yeah. suck. They probably had a shitty home now, life. It's, but it's like applying man. for health insurance and taxes and shit. That's yeah. this. I would no, have I this exact right reaction. <laughs> well, it's nearly one o'clock, and you know what that means. Yeah! That's right. It's time for our field trip to the chocolate factory. I trust you all remembered to bring your permission slips. Yeah! 
<laughs> a little that, psycho riff there. That, the, like yeah, Bart's face right before he realizes oh. that he's got such a peaceful, like he's so yeah. beaten down, but it's like finally it's like, this something is the right. one thing that's yeah. gonna fix yeah. it. I, this has been the worst day ever, but who cares? I say this is a terribly planned field trip. One, it's happening in the middle of the day. That's an <laughs> all-day one-hour trip at the most. Yeah. And then second, you collect the permission slips the day before or yeah. before or that date, day. Yeah. Also, you know, multiple days. Be nice. Lisa has her permission. To yeah. yeah, her parents aren't opposed to chocolate factories. Yeah. Maybe you give the the courtesy well, of the housewife a call, giving the housewife a call. Well, that's why Bart Lisa, like Lisa's not helping her, waving at Bart. Like <laughs> that was a jerk move by Lisa. Chris, man. if Bart would have died like Uter did much later yeah. in the series run, they would have been screwed. So <laughs> no, that's, that's very true. important for them I to have those saying. slips. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. Oh God! But it, we, we, the, all the kids are going to go, go to the chocolate factory. Ah, fudge. Then they, <laughs> the did that ever come? back i don't, I don't remember think it has it. it definitely wasn't at the candy i don't believe it was at the candy convention no, that'd be the one place they could bring it back to yeah. they got to see an awesome industrial film with troy mcclure yeah, first industrial film he's been in yes because all the other this is like the lamest the troy mcclure movie titles get they're the most tame they get and then funny. it leads into this wonderfully racist depiction of an old cartoon that's right i love that indian it was one of the first things i ever put on instagram yeah. it's literally the cleveland indian yeah, yeah and it, totally it holds is. on it so long yeah, too. yeah. Like, like get it no he like <laughs> he becomes that exact indian yeah, yeah. welcome to the chocolate factory <laughs> i'm troy mcclure you probably remember me from such films as The Revenge of Abe Lincoln and The Wackiest Covered Wagon in the West. The history of chocolate starts with the ancient Aztecs. In those days, instead of being wrapped in a hygienic package, chocolate was wrapped in a tobacco leaf. And instead of being pure chocolate like we have today, it was mixed with shredded tobacco. And they didn't eat it. They smoked it. <laughs> there's a bit there's a bit of Heston in his voice like welcome to the chocolate yes I mean he's, he's, he's at his most Heston I was yeah. wondering if he had a cold the way he says chocolate factory like that yeah. seems almost like uh, sexual Jonas Adventure almost, almost sexual en route to the chocolate factory when they're getting on the bus it's one of the things I noticed like immediately as a kid that Ralph has Nelson's voice so when he says I'm gonna eat chocolate like barf I mean it's an in-between yeah. voice it wasn't exactly Nelson's voice well when they went to Off Fudge it reminded me of I don't know if you guys have, have have you guys ever taken an equivalent type trip like that before? Never to it's like a Coke factory, a I, food yeah. place. I've been to the Coke factory in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and one of my when I lived in, in the Atlanta area, I got sick. As, I got sick as a motherfucker. You See, get free drink, free sodas from uh, around the world yes. as much as you want, and I'm a kid. I got so really how, sick. Uh, however, I have I, juvenile diabetes, Chris. I hated it. I hated that trip because I don't drink soda. I hate carbonated beverages. So even it though there were to drink busy liquids, I'm going to do all Mr. Show lines. The whole time. <laughs> but the I did go to the Jelly Belly factory in, in Fairfield, or I'm sorry, Fairville, I think it is or around here, right? Yeah, it's it's near here. But uh, that's the all fudge bean just looks very yeah. similar to the jelly bean of Jelly Belly factories. Coco Bean himself. Yeah, yeah all of the industry in my neck of the woods left like yeah. 10 years before i was oh, born God. so there was nothing to visit outside of like here's an ab- here's another abandoned factory kids I'm sorry bob um, go ride or play sports <laughs> the, the sound of when coco beanie is getting kids, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like one of my favorite lines in the simpsons it'll take us years to get to mm. it's and it's nobody else's favorite line from the uh, itchy and scratchy island episode when they just take off his face and it just goes you're like, I hate it when they scream. Like, like, that's, 
That's uh, my favorite moment of that whole episode, filled with great moments. That is a great moment. Um, do we have uh, the game that Bart's playing with Principal Skinner to pass time? Uh, oh, don't worry, Bart. We'll find something fun for you to do. Ah, here we are. There's a whole box of unsealed envelopes for the PTA. You're making me lick envelopes? Oh, licking envelopes can be fun. All you have to do is make a game of it. What kind of game? Well, for example, you can see how many you can lick in an hour. And then try to break that record. Sounds like a pretty crappy game to me. Yes, well... Get started. <laughs> I love when the facade drops yeah. from Skinner. He's like, yeah, well, I can't do this uh, anymore. I think of it whenever I've done repetitive tasks yeah. at jobs, I always think back to this. Like, eh, well, we literally stuffed do. envelopes Maybe, for yes. Patreon yeah. uh, prizes. So, like, but self-sealing ones, we didn't yeah. have to let go. Yeah. But Bart, I, th- I feel like we did make that joke two or three times. Just like, let's see how many we can do now. Bart should have had a sponge record. and some water, I think. The yeah, more just, when I, yeah. I had to do it as an actual job. Yeah, you had wow. to use a sponge. Like a, a sponge attached to a water container. You don't want to die like George Costanza's fiance. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it was a cheap brand of glue, though. It wasn't just the glue. Wait, you think Springfield Elementary can, can afford good uh, sponges? <laughs> and that man, that the way the second hand moves backwards yeah. when he's watching that. I, I think of that, too, and I'm watching the clock oh, as a kid. This episode, directed by Rich Moore, has like fantastic camera angles, great oh, yes. animation, so just good. Bart's disgusting, dried-out tongue. Yeah. You only see it for like five seconds. It's so perfect. You, did you guys ever do that when you were a kid? Like just dry out your tongue? Dry your tongue? Yeah. I, yeah. I might have done yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I preferred putting glue on my fingers and peeling yeah. it off. That was, <laughs> that was more preferred. But uh, <laughs> uh, Also, I when Milhouse says, my classes, like that, uh, yeah. I've said that not ironically yeah. many times. But, and, and Milhouse has repeated that line a couple times. Yes, it, it's kind of his catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> it sadly is. That is. Uh, but the most important thing that happens this entire episode is that we're introduced to one fat Tony, yeah. uh, ruler of the Springfield Mafia. Hey, what's with the kid? Hands off the material. What do you know? The kid's tough. He's got spunk. I wonder if he is lucky also. Pick a horse, kid. Shelbyville Downs, third race. Make it a good one. Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. Ah, okay. Let's see. Hey, wait a minute, you little punk. Eat my shorts is in the fifth race. Mm. I said the third race. Don't have a cow. Mm. Don't have a cow in the third. Put a deuce on him. <laughs> I, it was Bart, the first joke at the yeah. expense of Bart's popularity. Wait, Bart yeah, was like, lucky that it it started raining once he left the school, yeah. because if not, he would have run into them with the dry tongue, and he wouldn't have been able to communicate. Uh, that's true. Well, the, so that was the... Had I le- I like that legitimate businessmen's yeah. club. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And, yeah, Fat Tony, let's talk a little bit about yeah, him. Please. This. He was. How did that happen? Because well, Joe Montaigne was like a kind of a, re, like a real they, movie star. They wanted to make him special because it was going to be, I believe, Hank Azaria just mm-hmm. doing the voice. I think so. And, yeah. But then they thought, no, this character can be somebody special, a guest star. And Joe Montaigne was a fame. He was a character actor. He'd been in major movies. I believe he's a lot in of Mammoth films. He's in Godfather Three, isn't mm-hmm. he? He's like the concierge. Concierge from Airheads. Mm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> One of the leads. It's too loud. It's too old, baby. I know uh, from yeah. being referenced in Waterboy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Joe Montana was a famous-ish actor and an Italian American who's played a lot of mafia guys. So when they hired him, uh, they yeah. thought it would they thought it would be a one-off, but it was not. And he is. Gone on to say, if Fat Tony belches or grunts, I want to do that. Like he I, yeah, will, that's what I've heard. He will he's, appear he's for so anything. Up for everything. Though, can you do you remember the episode where he is not voiced by him? I where Dan no. Castellaneta, or sorry, I think it is Hazaria does it for one. I know Hazaria does uh, Alex Rocco's uh, Roger Myers character yes. once, but I don't know the one where. Uh, uh, okay, it is the, a, fish, a fish called Selma. Uh, he says, 
I thought you said he was sleeping with the fishes. Okay. No, what I meant to say, please, I just had a big plate of gabagoo. <laughs> oh, I forgot the end of that uh, one. And, and I love Dan Castellaneta's legs, too. He, or, no, the... Louis and Louis. legs. Yeah. And if you, yeah, if you haven't been watching the show in a while, Fat Tony is dead. Yes, he is. All right. He, I actually, let me see that exactly. Fat Tony died. Fat Tony D'Amico Died 2010 uh, in an Whoa, episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Donnie, Donnie Fatso. Where oh, Homer was an title. undercover guy in the mob. He dies, is replaced by his, his cousin, Fit Tony, who's uh. in great shape. But by the end of the episode, in an Armin Tamzarian-ish move, Fit Tony, the stress of being a mob boss, turns Fit Tony into Fat Tony. And he is then exactly well. the same looking, mm. still played by Joe Montaigne, and is it's still a picture the on the, the fat show. guy in Beer Fest, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, Joe Montana is still alive, yep. and uh, we also hear Fat Tony's full name for the first and oh, only really? time: William Fat Tony Williams. His <laughs> name is got, William Williams. This <laughs> got yeah, that is a great joke. Yeah. but it, it, it got retconned by like his third appearance. Uh, okay, and you know, it is Fat Tony D'Amico. As mm. you know, um, and this this become, this comes from a love love, not a place of hate or, or scorn. I love Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember I had like some official Simpsons book like Phil Hartman he voiced five Simpsons characters and as we go by I'm like that's not true they just never some of them just yeah. never appeared again and don't have names and Phil Hartman does more than Troy McClure he does like four to five voices in this Flat episode man and I will never I, yeah. yes I will never ah. not capture a Phil Hartman voice performance but, but even before that Hey, boss, here's the call for the third race. Nobody. Hey, I like this kid. I can't believe we were going to shoot him. <laughs> Can you mix drinks? I don't know. I'll have a Manhattan. Make legs of Manhattan. I'm not sure. <laughs> so weird like i don't know many mixed drinks so i just like whiskey mm-hmm. and when i go to a bar like what would you what can i make you sir i'm like i have no clue <laughs> I can, like, bart made make, a manhattan can once you make the tap pour beer out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i like fruity cocktails but uh, manhattans i've never had before bob you're more of a gourmand uh, like, i don't us. do cocktails really i, I like uh-huh. i like chris i like a strong like hard liquor or, like yeah. a nice beer i want to feel it yeah but bob you're right uh, you mentioned that john lovitz is oh, yeah. also like he's kind of a utility player on yeah. a lot of these episodes in the too. beginning they would find other roles for these people i don't think they do that as much anymore because their their time is more valuable but uh i think contracts like ended up getting weirdly extended with fine print oh yeah it's like we have to pay you for this this two-line character i I believe i heard seth green say something about robot chicken that Mm -hmm. uh he's he's like you do a ton of the voices on the show and he had to say like not because i want to Mm -hmm. it's because actors according to the actors guild can only do five and anything else i have to do I didn't realize that was a union show. Well, that's also... <laughs> that's weird. But that's also why when he would have... When he would cast like, oh, Dean Cain's on this episode. Dean Cain plays like three other people on the episode just to get... Like, to just get best use of his time. Oh, speaking of actors, I one last thing about Fat Tony I forgot to mention. They originally wanted a different celebrity to play him. Sheldon Leonard. Oh, yeah. Uh, who played Nick the bartender in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Now, why do you oh. keep calling me Nick? <laughs> if you're friends with this guy, then I know you ain't good. He poisoned a bunch of kids. Scram. So, out Sheldon, Pixies Go with that guy? Yeah. Sheldon, okay. Sheldon Leonard is also known for playing two characters on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Uh, is there a Leonard on Big Bang Theory? It's got to be, right? It's, a, so. it's a nerdy name. I'm sure. I'm giving angels wings. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Such, <laughs> anyway, Bart gets a job. You got a job doing what? Uh, I don't know. Mixing drinks, picking horses, cutting cigars. You know, a job. Bart, your father and I don't want you doing that. Homer, 
Say something. Uh, How much does it pay? 30 bucks a week. I make more than that. <laughs> so, something that struck me about this yeah. episode, that's a great line, by the way, but something that struck me even, like, especially as a kid watching this, it, it's very risque for The Simpsons. Yes. Like, yeah. Bart is mixing drinks, there's a cigarette in his mouth at one point, yes. there are guns in his face a lot. Yes. Like, it feels like very, they're putting a small child in these situations he I, really shouldn't be I, in. But, and I but didn't that Homer... at, the t- at the time, but as a cartoon, like, this is, like, this is clearly going beyond the bounds of anything yeah. I've seen made for television yeah. in, in my entire life. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons will be right back. Oh, look, Homer. The IRS. I know, Homer. Taxes aren't fun, but they are mandatory and we all have to do them. So thank goodness today's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Tax Act. The best deal in online taxes, baby. In case you don't know, Tax Act offers free federal and simple state returns and affordable pricing on all their other online services. I do all my taxes online. I recommend you do too if you're a Laser Time listener. Know that I do not recommend going to franchise accounting places with your own two feet. Always do your taxes online to get the best deal. And listeners, yes you, you can get 15% off federal and state tax filings specifically by going to trytaxact.com slash laser time. That's tax. You know how to spell tax act as in acting. Thank you. In case you don't know, Tax Act is a leading provider of affordable digital and download tax preparation solutions for individuals, business owners, and tax professionals. Tax Act makes preparing and filing your taxes easy, affordable, and quick, and you'll get your maximum refund, baby. So a little less taboo at Homer. And of course, once again, you listeners can go to trytaxact.com slash laser time and get 15% off your state and federal filings. Thank you, Tax Act, for reminding us we are running out of time to do our taxes. That Homer there reminds me of the difference between compare that Homer to the Homer of the previous episode Uh, when Flanders failed. That Homer is just aggressively disinterested and also like <laughs> he seems to think he's in a contest to eat mm-hmm. chocolate ice cream as fast as he can oh, yeah. just like <laughs> rah, just shoveling in his mouth and then says I make more than that he's just eating it right out of the cart yes. and part of what I love about whatever realization happened in between the second and third season one of the best old characters that comes in and gets to be really interesting is Wiggum yeah like, Wiggum gets to use his Edward G. Robinson voice yeah. to be a real hard nosed cop he still yeah. has his black hair yep. but I feel like in season two they didn't use <laughs> him they would use eddie and lou a lot but they would be like yeah. why would why would wiggum be on this call but now wiggum does everything with yeah. eddie yeah. and lou maybe they were just too logically interested like well the police chief wouldn't do yeah. that yeah. did we ever see wiggum in season two at all i'm scratching my head for it it must have happened but because yeah. he was in the last major role i remember him in is like of being a bad cop mm-hmm. was in the crusty gets busted episode yeah. from season one mm-hmm. but Boy. Season two, I think it was just we just saw Eddie and Lou a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, write us in mm-hmm. to tell us how dumb we are. Yeah, remembering. But he was also black hair back then. Yeah, but I love this. I, this is oh, there's a callback to it later on as well. Chief Wiggum, you honor us with your presence. Baloney, I'm not gonna rest until right. one of us is behind bars. <laughs> you, you wouldn't happen to know anything about a cigarette truck that got hijacked on Route 401. What's a truck? Don't play dumb with me. Relax, Chief. You seem tense. You know the boy here makes an excellent Manhattan. Ah. 
<laughs> I'm still gonna put you away, you know. Good for you. Oh, <laughs> so patronizing. Yeah, I just I think it's they realized rest until one of us is behind bars. It's such, you. It's such great crappy I cop mean, dialogue. They had fun with him in that Krusty gets busted episode, but I feel like from this episode onwards, they realized that yeah. they can just make him even stupider than Homer. The and, one person in yeah. town who's dumber than him, and I mean, by the end of the season, they came to love him so much they just make him Ralph's dad. Yeah. Uh, another another retcon. Yeah, uh, this is I, this is a very specific ref. I think to Goodfellas because this is what the kids did when they worked with the mafia. They worked in the joint and heisted cigarette trucks. That's what Tommy does his time for. You did you got pinched. You did your time. Well, and you didn't it's, talk. It's the kind of thing of like. Well, we want these to be funny mafia guys. Well, they can't murder people. Mm-hmm. They can't have prostitutes. Mm-hmm. They can't sell drugs. <laughs> okay, then they'll just steal things that you could buy anyway. Well, and they imply sell them. all that is happening. Well, they, they do. They, they did do. murder a Chinese guy with a mustache. That was. <laughs> you're ruining my. I wanted oh. to reference the killing of a Chinese bookie, and now I'm he's sorry. <laughs> uh, this this is a, a tactic I heard that happened to friends of mine when I was younger. I found a pack of cigarettes in your backpack. You're gonna smoke them all, and like that seems torturous hmm. illegal and like child abuse there's a great yeah. king of the hill about that where it backfires oh, really? on and bobby oh, becomes right. obsessed with cigarettes <laughs> yeah it's great that's so great but it's hank right uh yeah the whole family they all right. start that, that smoking hank again, hill yes. looking like he's high comes from <laughs> well yeah because he well he starts smoking again out of stress and then not knowing it he takes a half inhale oh, of yeah. a marijuana cigarette yeah <laughs> while the guy is trying to get weeble wobbles off of ebay uh, like my weebles. Damn, Martin Bart, cigarettes. Bart, have you started smoking? No. Don't lie to me, boy. Uh huh. Cigarettes, just as I thought. They're not mine. My boss said his warehouse was full. Yeah, right. <laughs> Son, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to stand here and watch you smoke every one of those cigarettes. Then maybe you'll learn. Uh, Fat Tony sent me over to pick up the goods. Right in here, my man. Hey, kid, you look good with that cigarette. Kind of sophisticated. (laughs) They'll never doubt you again. (laughs) What a bad, like, lesson to teach kids. Like, yeah, you'll look cool with a cigarette in your mouth. Homer just let this guy in his house, apparently, too. No, Bart does look cool with the cigarette in his mouth. He does. I just love the way that guy says, kind of sophisticated. (laughs) (laughs) We don't see Laramie, even though Laramie was never shown as anything but disgusting and evil. (laughs) Just pointing out again, nameless Hank Azaria work. They they lighten up the Laramie references as the seasons go on. They do. don't see him as much. And Jack Larson, I like Jack Larson. Because cigarette brands aren't as ubiquitous i bet if you were to ask 14 yeah. year old name a brand of cigarettes it might be tough mm-hmm. it might be tough. I, I had heard it's kind of like soda that they're mm-hmm. all just going down in mm-hmm. you know and and cheeseburgers mm-hmm. as well just people it's not that we're all that much healthier than we used to be mm-hmm. but we're not eating the same unhealthy things we used to we're, to we're us for yeah. 20 years we're eating garbage and we'll stop <laughs> we're unhealthy in different ways now yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> Who knows uh, what vapes is doing? To I, us. I couldn't cl- capture all this. I really wanted to because it's so funny. The press conference that Wiggum holds. Mm-hmm. I mean, then we'd just be listening for like two minutes. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. Fat Tony is a cancer on this fair city. <laughs> he is the cancer, and I am the. Uh, what cures cancer? Mark, is your boss a crook? I don't think so. Although it would explain an awful lot. <laughs> I think it's a different press conference he has later that has, just has really weird animation where he's like talking about we're trying to employ the best body finding technology. But like he's smiling at the beginning of it when he shouldn't be. And then his eyes just like space out when he's like <laughs> when he doesn't know what to say. Yeah, that was that was a little off. I liked Homer having 
the fun with the oh, fun yeah. with the mafia guys and just not getting it. And then they reuse the shot from the end of the Mr. Bergstrom episode where Homer's like they're just a bunch a bunch of guys having their free time and oh, I didn't Marge, know that was reused. Yeah, it was totally just the scene where he Marge is like, So did you talk to everybody? Like, let's go to bed. I'm on the roll of my life. Oh and right, yeah. Same oh, scene. Yeah. I think as they realize like Marge should get an update from Homer and mm-hmm. know to not worry. But here's here's something I thought was great because I I had to look this up. So I never knew what this was. Um Bart sings a song. Mm-hmm. Soup babe. Those fingers through my hair. That's like I'm hither stare. That strips my conscience bare. It's witchcraft. Give me three fingers of milk, ma. <laughs> Parents had to explain to me what fingers mean. And yeah. that's, uh, that's that's a way of measuring, measuring alcohol. Uh, alcohol back in the day. Yes, a, a, prob- a stupid way of measuring alcohol. Just Especially like, if you have male and female bartenders. I mean, the same way that Roger Rabbit taught me, oh, rocks means ice in, in a drink, not so actual it's funny rocks. you bring that up, because I, oh. I, I had to look up that song, because I couldn't, I'd never heard it before. It is mm. Frank Sinatra's Witchcraft. Oh, yes. yeah. Which is sung by the sword in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so it's oh, technically right. the first Frank Sinatra song I ever recognized. Wow. It is witchcraft. This is, Bart, Bart is not yeah. doing a good job at all of like actually covering the no. song. I just remember hearing it in a commercial as a kid. I yeah. want to say it's, it was for and shampoo. No, it's simply taboo. Was it for Lipton Brisk Iced Tea? <laughs> Could be. That's uh, Brisk, baby. <laughs> oh, those those I don't miss trait. those. <laughs> God, the, uh, <laughs> How do I know that still? I, I hate myself. I like the return of I Am a Wiener as a nice little call, uh, season one callback. Call and it doesn't. It wasn't a good sound clip, but him 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 patting Skinner on the cheek. Yeah, stuffing so a good. twenty into his uh, shirt pocket. Oh, so yeah. good. And so then the uh, the kiss of death guy. Do you have that? The what have I done to deserve this flat, flavorless Manhattan? Manhattan. Wow, that's Phil Hartman. Come on, boys. The kiss of death. That's all I need. <laughs> I think I prefer Hank Azaria's like, I know I'm a just a stereotype. I know it. I am. I know it. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> no, but, well, I like that one because it reminds me of uh, the forgotten Godfather character, yeah. Clemenza, mm. who's just like, what have I done to this? <laughs> I'm one of the best areas. I come from another. I never. My, my, like, <laughs> it hurts. To I, I can make all these, make fun of these guys all I want. In case you don't know, full disclosure, <laughs> I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? I'm Italian, and my grandfather is like very Italian. Like mm-hmm. one of these, one of these guys, and he retired to an old folks' home. And like that is what all of his friends sounded like wow. before he died. Ah, Christopher. How are you doing? Are you doing some more computers? I'm on a second cup of pudding. <laughs> I love Clemenza. I fucking love that character. You heard this Lady Gaga. She got an album with Tony Bennett. It's pretty good. Uh, Tony Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Tony but Bennett. this is why I think it's a deliberate Goodfellas parody. Like right. it's just a parody of a section of Goodfellas because Bart never grows up to be Henry Hill. Exactly because he can't. But like you know when when uh like eventually Henry Hill stops going to school and they they. The mafia guys go grab the mailman and put like beat the shit out of him, and put his head in a pizza oven. Mm, that's right. Like no more mail comes to this that house, not ever. And uh, <laughs> like this is the same thing. Lousy Skinner. 
You are late for work. Of course I'm late for work. How can I be on time when Principal Skinner keeps me after school? This guy Skinner causing you trouble? He sure is, Patron. Hmm. Perhaps we should go to meet and greet this individual. <laughs> Ironically, he wouldn't have met uh, Fat Tony if he had left school early. Ooh, Skinner arranged this. Uh, I don't have an appointment with any large men. Thing. That's my favorite line of the show. <laughs> That's Bob's line of the show. Mine yes. has not come up yet. When this turn came here for the third act... That's when I remember this was it's, a John Schwartzwalder episode. Oh, that's right. So is, much happens. It is such a crazy sure. uh, elevation, and it's one of those classic, like, from where they threaten him, the only thing they're going to do is murder him, <laughs> but they have to be like, hey, we're really sorry. All right, don't yell. And they just, <laughs> for it to be such a turn is the kind of ridiculousness John, John Schwartzwalder specializes Yeah, Skinner's that. the one who's angry. He's like, get out! Yeah. <laughs> and then, what, like, what I love about that, how batshit it gets. Is this like the craziest that it's gotten so far? Yeah. I mean, Bart is on trial as an adult for murder. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like, but like, and then uh, uh, Wiggum calls in a psychic. I see mm. wedding bells for Vanna White <laughs> and Teddy Kennedy. Wait, Princess Opal, if we could just stick to Principal Skinner. Chief Wiggum, I am merely a conduit for the spirits. <gasps> Willie Nelson will astound his fans by swimming the English Channel. Really, Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. <laughs> I love that line. Okay, and I'm I'm here to translate one of the psychic's predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear it's Splitsville for Delta Burke and Major Dad. Major Dad, the guy who started Major Dad, married, married Delta Burke in 1989. And they're still together. Yep. That's like, it's so wrong. Yeah, they're so beautiful. I'm surprised they're wow. still alive. Wow, that makes the joke even better. Yeah, yeah. Still, like, yeah Princess Opal was wrong there, man. And I then, wonder if they were like thinking about it and then like, no, we're going to prove the Simpsons wrong. So I like, love <laughs> that they called it out as Major Dad. Yeah, yeah. Like, not the guy's name. And then I love Delta Burke. The Delta Burke, she's also been open about uh, that she has hoarding problems. She has a hoarding problem that she had 31 storage units at one point. Wow. Just for all me the stuff she was hoarding. doesn't leave the house that much. I've not seen her in 25 years. I do like Wiggum's response, like, oh, they seem so happy they together. Happy. <laughs> I, I think that's like Gerald McRaney doesn't have the uh, the the celebrity enough to peep for, for yeah. anyone to recognize who you he is. Major Major Dad. In 91, you know who Major Dad was. So if it had been four years earlier, they would have said Simon of Simon and Simon. Did we say Major Dad was a CBS sitcom? I don't yeah, Exactly. Oh, yeah. like, it is so lost. You yeah. would never know that. Major yeah. Dad is... I, I never saw it in syndication. I, I always just mix it up with Coach. Mm. It's like, yeah. tough dad... Daughter who is uh, emasculating yeah. him, but I love I love Gerald McGrady. Like yeah. he's great. He was on Deadwood as William Randolph's Hearst father. Really? The, uh, he's the gold guy who, who's like I just want to know what the colors in it. Mm-hmm. And he's he is fucking amazing God in this third Hoopers. season. He's he's so this good. Is almost my line of the show because as if this third act couldn't get more like bat shitting all over the place. There's also a dream sequence. Such it's great animation. Beautiful. They're so there, good. but. <laughs> Kill my boy! Kill my boy! <laughs> Kill my boy! Yeah. Oh, Homer's no, mouth no. not really moving; no. it's just kind of yeah. open. Though, yeah, Reverend Reverend Lovejoys, they're, they're there, there, Bart. They're there. They're there. They're there. I would do that, like to my brother and sister, so many times. Like, <laughs> I like they're the bit, there, Elson. I like the bit they're where there. they dredged up a scuba diver. I, <laughs> I also this was the return of groundskeeper Willie and. Yeah. I forgot he like he slaps Edna Krabappel yeah. so hard, but in front it, of the wee bairns. Yeah, but it was one of those classic like 1950s movie slaps, yeah. of, like of a hysterical woman. Yeah. I'm not saying you should slap hysterical women, guys. But yeah, but like yeah. airplane hysterical women from the 1940s. So if they're, someone, if they're over 80, airplane 
proved is that you can make a good joke out of it. What I've learned is if someone passes out, mm-hmm. give them brandy. That's what they need. Yeah. Uh, but I think we we start seeing like Edna's like secret maybe passion for Skinner. Yeah, she, she is so broken up by it. Yeah. You don't believe what happened. And I love no. that the, the, he, Skinner's missing. Everybody knows it. Well, I heard Skinner's buried under his parking spot. Well, I heard he was ground up in the hamburger and served to us at lunch. I heard Bart and Skinner killed by gangsters. That's not true. It's just a rumor. You're engaged in speculation. I know the law. You can't prove anything. See, and at the time, we didn't, yeah. I didn't know the Simpsons well enough to know that they wouldn't kill Skinner yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, I wasn't positive there would be an end I, I wasn't mystery. totally sure. I mean, I knew they wouldn't kill Homer at this point. Mm-hmm. I knew that wouldn't happen. Yeah, only but... only because of like a, a specific episode. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know the rules of TV mm-hmm. yet at this point, mm-hmm. I don't think. Okay, the bit where they say, like, did you kill my principal? Who, the Chinese guy with the mustache? <laughs> I am certain that is a reference to the uh, John Cassavetes film, <laughs> Killing of a Chinese Bookie. Oh. Which uh, is a very weird film. I and seen it. see if you can sit through all of it. I bet you can. <laughs> I, I've seen it. It's actually a really great, strange, like almost completely improvised feeling film yeah but it's it's just really good and it's kind of like uh well it's kind of like the stranger guys where uh, uh. a person is very uh fill of existential dread and kills a person he doesn't really know mm-hmm. as part of uh just their disconnect from reality now i've really got people on my board by, <laughs> on board by talking about a Camus book oh, i that, thought you were gonna be talking about when you use your left hand <laughs> that's, that's a stranger to me killing so, an arrow <laughs> We should uh, mention that uh, Sideshow Bob is sharing a cell with yeah. Bart in like one Weirdly scene, buff. and he's buff as hell. He, yeah. he comes back later in the season, not as buff. Yeah, but, talk um, about yeah. very quickly. Retcon and also, Bart, stuff, Bart is in a jail with adults. Like yeah. what? How is this? Well, that, that <laughs> he is being tried as an adult. I don't think they would keep him in. What I, call I forgot he was in this episode. And I was so happy I, when he Burns showed is up. Burns only this episode once to deliver what I call the line of the show. Mm. That's the joke. That Simpson boy is looking at 180 years. Thank God we live in a country so hysterical over crime that a ten-year-old child can be uh, tried as an adult. It's the most <laughs> uh, like on-the-nose political I think the show yeah. ever got. There's there's no real joke there. Yeah, and it's weird that Burns would say yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Burns is not the guy to I say mean, it. Again, that's reused animation, mm-hmm. so it could also yeah. just be time. Like, Maybe, like yeah. we're two minutes short. Okay. Because that's the only time he's in the episode, because we didn't even... Uh, this, I love this sequence. You're eight hours early for work. I like that. Did you kill my principal? Uh, Chinese guy with a Mustache? No, my principal! That Skinner guy? No, we didn't kill him. Nobody more! You're all under arrest for the murder of Seymour Skinner. What's a murder? Don't play gum with me. <laughs> Cuff him, boys. Cuff him, boys. What's a murder? Well, when Lionel Hutch shows up and says, Murder one? Oh, Bart. Why couldn't you have gotten a paper rule like other boys? Wait till I get you home, boy. What's that guy doing here? Lionel Hutz, court-appointed mm-hmm. attorney. I'll be defending you on the charge of murder one. Wow, even if I lose, I'll be famous. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't I get a lot the... of mileage out of him, though. Four. Yeah. Four Phil Hartman wow. characters yeah. in, He, bar- he in says, like, four, three lines. That is a great maybe? line, though. But I yeah. love that so much. Murder one, even if I lose, I'm famous. <laughs> Is a kid like would a ten year old white kid especially ever be tried for murder <laughs> one in America? They, they they really do believe all the mobsters when they're pointing the finger this at Bart. Is, yeah. I yeah. have the scene. There's a Godfather two scene. Testifying directly. montage is so good. I didn't know what this Skinner guy killed. But aren't you the head of this gang? No, I just stopped by the club occasionally to read the complimentary newspaper. <laughs> then who is the kingpin, the capo di tutti capi? That's the guy. <laughs> Forgive me, Don Bartholomew. We tried to stop the kid, but he wouldn't quit. 
was like you went crazy. Prostitution, loan shocking, numbers. The kid liked the wettest bleak and everything. <laughs> Mr. Simpson, you've been the boy's father for ten years. Do you really think he could be the leader of a murderous criminal syndicate? Well, not the leader, I mean... <laughs> Oh, it's true, it's true. All the pages fit. <laughs> wow, way to throw Bart under the bus. Bart, it's a lost that's joke. Like, Mr. Simpson, you've been the boy's father for 10 years. Like, <laughs> that is true, that is a joke. Yeah. It's so good, you miss it. Chris, yeah. as an Italian, do you know what blue haired lawyer is saying oh! when he says, uh, what is it, the, the capo di the capo? Yeah. The uh, they, the, by the way, they mix up the lawyers because mm-hmm. that lawyer is not there when the, cri- when the yeah. trial is made a mistrial. Mm. Yeah. Well, not a mistrial, it was just shut down can you have more than one lawyer though uh, yeah I think so. I mean, not like watching a, the OJ show yeah. uh, that's what I meant yeah it's like <laughs> it's true It's there's more yeah. than one but uh, Skinner being alive yeah. it is a ridiculous like intentionally stupid ridiculous. ridiculous it's a MacGyver ending this is the first MacGyver parody before it became Patty and Selma's like love interest yeah and yeah. also that well, uh, the fact. but also one he'd be covered in he'd be covered in shit and piss after getting out from yeah. there and two Agnes Skinner doesn't exist in this thing yeah. like she she would be there. I could see her even intentionally ignoring him, but she's just not there. My she theory kn- is that the cat that is in the, the house turned into Agnes Skinner because that cat cat is never around again. That's true. Or maybe that cat died they because all... he was so, like, he couldn't feed that cat for days. We I all blame, know I blame that, the vacuum um, they have from, like, 30 years before 1991. Yeah. That can lift up 200-pound man. Yes, yeah. yes. Now, Agnes, I don't think he lives with his mother canonically yet mm-hmm. because uh, she needs mm-hmm. to be reminded when it's 7.30. We all know that from uh, future episodes. That's true, yeah. And <laughs> also, years. it is impossible the cops wouldn't hear him. But Yeah, he's screaming when the cops are in the other room and here's mm-hmm. Skinner explaining what happened to him. I suppose you're all wondering where I've been. It all started a week ago. I was at my desk revising and updating the school dress codes when I was suddenly confronted by a gang of toughs acting mm. on behalf of one Bart Simpson. Or so they said. We really think there's promise in a boy. Get out! <laughs> okay, okay, you don't have to yell. <sighs> to get my mind off that ugly confrontation, I went home and began bundling my old newspapers. But suddenly the pile fell. <laughs> I was trapped. Let this be a lesson to recycle frequently. <laughs> I wonder if he revised the dress code because of Bart's short-splitting incident mm, earlier in the episode. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you get a clip of when the judge says... Yes! Okay. This is, okay. this is the th- something Brett and I say I love this all lines. the time, and I just forgot it was this a Simpsons one, reference. I think, yeah, it's going to be my yeah. part of the episode. Your Honor, if the prosecution moves, the principal Skinner's testimony be stricken from the record. Denied! Mr. <laughs> Smith! Your Honor, uh, do I still get paid... <laughs> Denied. 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 I need that, that local. I just love the prosecution's like last ditch attempt. Actually, like, Jesus. can we ignore the fact that this yes, case is closed? Can we ignore that I just lost this case? Moves. <laughs> <laughs> Principal Skinner's testimony be stricken from the record. Denied. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> It's a great so reading. Is that, is that Dan? I yeah. think it's Dan, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I think Blood on the Blackboard is one of their funniest endings. And yeah. unlike the last episode, which was just happy singing and friendliness, yeah. like, this is a, this is, this this a cynical, is it's a cynical, jokey ending. Yeah. It's fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Bart says crime doesn't pay, and then Tony gets into a limo with a beautiful woman. Yeah. yeah well, e- but even this is the very end of the show. Blood on the Blackboard, the Bart Simpson story. Starring Richard Chamberlain as Principal Skinner, <laughs> Joe Montaigne as Fat Tony, That's great. Jane Seymour as the woman he loved, <laughs> and TV's Doogie Hazard, Neil Patrick Harris as Bart Simpson. Bart, I'm scared. Let's get out of here. Shut up! Where do you want it, Skinner? <laughs> Not smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cool. 
Hey, when do we get to check for this? Well, they said they changed it just enough so they don't have to pay us. Oh, you know who the real crooks are. Those sleazy Hollywood producers. That was my first inkling of like Doogie Hauser might be cool. Yeah. And we don't know it yeah. yet. It's the first time probably in public Neil Patrick Harris got to be funny. <laughs> yeah. That he was funny and that Joe Montana was playing. Yeah, he Tony. played two roles too. And I, it, yeah. This is maybe the most star studded episode so no. far. It's There's so a lot of guest Doogie voices. Hauser, Joe Major Montana. Dad, Delta Burke. <laughs> no, but that was, oh God, that was just so funny. And uh, quick behind the scenes thing I've been putting together a list of uh, names of crazy old TV movies because it's something you forget and that casting is perfect too of like who are actors who don't get to star in movies anymore Mm. that's who stars in motion pictures and like Richard Chamberlain and Jane Seymour were on that level and so that That was before Dr. Quinn right yes before Dr. (laughs) Quinn yeah Yeah, a little show called Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman it does make me miss that era because there was an entire Mystery Science Theater like riffing sequence where they had to watch credits they didn't know what to do so they would just make up um, USA original movie titles Uh, and we don't get those anymore I was a little disappointed to learn that Neil Patrick Harris is not in a movie with Dennis Franz who played Homer in a TV drama Man. Too bad. I don't care. And wait, who played uh, who played Marge in that uh, when she was replaced by Mr. Burns? Jesus, I, I don't forget. Remember. Okay. Oh wait, the wait. Oh well, if she the said British it's woman. not the wit, wit and wisdom of Murphy Brown. Yeah, but I don't think any of them identify themselves. Well, Homer's Michael Caine. <laughs> you'll all be doing "Come Blow Your Horn" at the, the <laughs> Westport Dinner Theater. Yeah, Westport doesn't Thank seem you. like we're quitting doing this anytime soon. I guess yeah. we'll get to it. We'll get to it <laughs> by by gum. Anyways, thanks for listening so much. This is Bart the Murderer. Such a fun episode. Oh, really? So good. Yeah. This, but this is like this is like. Man, like the roller coaster is just about to teeter over yes. and come full on is, Simpsons. Yeah. We got season two out of the way, and now it's just pure insanity and greatness. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Bob Mackey, your host, of course, and you can find me on Twitter as Bob Serbo. Also, look for my rating on usgamer.net and listen to my classic gaming podcast, Retronauts. All these guys have been on it, and you'll like it a lot. Go to retronauts.com or usgamer.net or search for Retronauts in your podcast machine. Everybody else, where can we find you? Love to Retronauts. I'm Chris. You can find me on Twitter, but I wouldn't recommend it. But, <laughs> also, but you should listen to Laser Time in 302010, two other shows i work uh i work on with these guys and uh, i would also like to plug our youtube channel youtube.com slash laser time network uh hank has not only been like uh giving like dispelling the history of a bunch of superheroes uh we have all joined banded together to discuss the marvel trading cards of the 1990s in the most fun way we could think of those are great they i thought they were i thought those cards were amazing and they made me fall in love with the marvel universe a bunch of other youtube stuff on there including a lot of recent batman superman stuff also, we've streamed almost every Simpsons game, so if you think yeah. we're nerdy about this, mm. uh, see what we see what we look like live while we're yeah. talking about it. In person. You can watch Chris escape from Camp Deadly himself. Uh, I, we have oh, not done that. Okay, we well, got we got to get Michael Raparos for that one. Yeah. That's, there's a long joke there, but uh, <laughs> you know. So, guys, uh, let me tell you about Patreon.com/slash LaserTime. That's the most easy, direct way to support this, and it is how Talking Simpsons came to be. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that's where you'll find the entire first season of Talking Simpsons. If you're a new listener, 13 episodes, baby. And our season two wrap up special yeah, is so on much there, fun. too. Tons of fun. Hour long special. You got to get $5 a month to see it, but it is well worth it, as are all the other extras we have. And I do Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast. Oh, and a bit of trivia we missed in the last episode. When Flanders Failed is a reference to a saying from the World yeah. War One in Flanders Field. Oh, wow. Never I mind. think it's from a poem. 
written well, I was about gonna, that. I meant to call that. That is some of the worst writing in the world is found in Simpsons titles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And when Flanders failed, I'm like that's that's perfect. Just don't just do yeah. stuff like that from here on out. No more mm. puns. Or Bart the blank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bart the blank. Homer the blank. And I host a cheap podcast, a pro wrestling podcast, and this is reminding me to do an episode entitled uh, Benoit the Murderer. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Anyways, <laughs> we'll be back next time when we all pull a Homer. Later, guys. infotainment.